And the disciples came and said unto him, Why speakest thou unto them in parables? He answered and said unto them, Because it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it is not given. For whosoever hath to him it shall be given, and he shall have more abundance. But whosoever hath not from him shall be taken away even that he hath. Therefore speak I to them in parables, because they seeing see not, and hearing they hear not, neither do they understand. Now that passage there in Matthew 13 partly gets used for prosperity or in prosperity kind of preaching and teaching of the Bible, but it's a spiritual and practical wisdom that Jesus is talking about there. People zero, zero in in verse 12. If you have, you're going to be given and you're going to have more abundance. And if you have not, even the things that you have are going to get taken away. That gets applied to money and possessions of all kinds. But that is really too limited. And that really just appeals to most of our flesh. And when the Lord is telling us that he wants us to prosper, he is including materially. But that's just part of how he wants us to prosper. It's not all about money and possessions. It's about a spiritual and practical wisdom. It's about, it is also about spiritually. I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prosper. In Third John chapter 1, really doesn't even include a material kind of wealth. That's a byproduct because that's going to go away. Even your physical health is going to go away. But your soul, that prosperity is what matters to God. That's what's going to last. But we don't want to get away from the point of the passage we read there at the beginning about why does Jesus speak in parables? Now, I've heard unbelievers ask this question. I've heard people who are real believers ask this question. And it's actually a good question. One lost man that I heard asking this question, and he was asking it in a fit of unbelief, in a fit of anger, really, at the Bible. And the way he phrased it was, why is Jesus hiding the truth from me? And again, this is actually a good question. Is Jesus hiding the truth? In a way, he is. He told you he is. And see, when somebody like that asks this question, you got to wonder, why don't he just open the Bible and see for himself? It's right there in the Bible. Yes, he is hiding the truth from people who don't want him. You got to want it. You got to want the truth. You got to want Jesus. And if you don't, if you've already rejected him, you have really no right to ask, why is Jesus hiding the truth from me? Why don't you accept him? Of course, he's going to hide the truth from you because you don't want him. He doesn't want to hide it. But again, this is a good question. Some people who are really genuine, they may be genuine unbelievers in asking these questions. They may be genuine believers, maybe immature in their faith and asking that question. But again, the answer is right here in the Bible. If you would open it and read it. Now, the, the disciples asked him this question about why are you speaking in parables, Jesus? This is right after he told the parable of the four kinds of people, seeds being sold. A, a sower went forth to sow. Some seeds fell by the wayside. The fowls came and ate them. Some fell in stony places, but they had no deep, deepness of earth. When the sun was up, they were scorched. They had no root and they withered away. Some fell among thorns, third kind of person, and the thorns sprung up and choked them. The fourth kind of person 
had seed that fell on the good ground and brought forth fruit, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirtyfold. Who has ears to hear, let him hear. And then right after that, they asked him that question. And he told them, I want to see who is really with me. I want to see who really wants me and who wants the wisdom that I have for them, who wants the life that I have for them. And if you really want that, he's, the parables are going to be clear to you. Even if you're not some intellectual, uh, worldly educated person, the Bible is going to make you wise, even if you don't have that kind of education or learning that the world thinks is great. By hearing ye shall hear, and shall not understand, and seeing ye shall see, and shall not perceive. He's talking about the unbelievers here. This people's heart is waxed gross, and their, and their ears are dull of hearing. Their eyes they have closed. They say anytime they should see with their eyes, and hear with their ears, and should understand with their heart, and should be converted. They don't want to be converted. I'm going to heal them. Jesus said he's going to heal you once you're converted. Once you want the truth. Once you want him. He is the truth. He's the way, the truth, and the life. And to the believers, these disciples, and to us now, up to today, who are real believers, blessed are your eyes for they see and your ears for they hear. Verily I say unto you that many prophets and righteous men have desired to see these things, see those things which ye see and have not seen them, and to hear those things which ye hear and have not heard them. So again, this is a good question that the disciples asked, and it's a good question when I heard this lost person angrily asking, why is Jesus hiding the truth? It's a good question, but do you want the answer? You can fall back to Psalm 78. I will open my mouth. In a parable, I will utter dark sayings of old, which we have heard and known, and our fathers have told us. We will not hide them from their children, showing to the generation to come the praises of the Lord and the strength and his wonderful works that he has done. It's a beautiful passage right there. It's making clear that if you're a believer, if you have the faith in Jesus Christ as God, as the only way to the Father in heaven, he's going to show you things mighty things that the world can't know no matter how smart they are and how or nor how discerning they are in the natural that's why this lost person i just mentioned that's why he's angry because he doesn't understand even though he's a smart man by the world standards and mark chapter 4 matches up with uh, matthew 13 has a four types of people the four types of seed, which as most Bible teachers are going to tell you, the seed in that parable, the four types of people that Jesus is talking about, it matches up with the word. The seed is the word. The seed is either going to be eaten up, it's going to burn under the sun, it's going to grow a little bit, but it's going to get choked by the cares of the world, or it's going to bear fruit in uh, various degrees varying degrees if any man have ears to hear let him hear do you have ears to hear or are you wise in your own conceits from mark 4:33, and with many such parables spake he the word unto them as they were able to hear it but without a parable spake he not unto them and when they were alone he expounded all things to his disciples to his disciples and we can kind of put this in our ministries category or series of what we call Bible basics 
And when I talk about Bible basics, I'm talking about things that these questions that people have about the Bible, about Jesus, about God, about Christianity. But a lot of times if they just would read, <laughs> just open the book and read it, the answer is clear. It's right there. But they don't want to open the book because if they open it with faith, if they open it really trying to find an answer, some part of them knows that they're going to start changing. Some part of them knows that it's going to wash their mind from the filth of what the world has for them. And they don't want that. So they're going to ask a question angrily, in a mocking way, in an unbelieving way, and they don't really want the answer. Them asking the question is uh, evidence of them doubting. And again, I'm not talking about people who genuinely, sincerely have these questions. I know there's a lot of people like that. I'm talking about that group of people who ask the question out of hatred. Now, I wanted to call this Bible for dummies, but that Bible already burns. That truth burns. It, it can cut you. And I don't want to chase anybody away if I don't have to. First Corinthians chapter 2. And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. We speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory. You no, know, it doesn't have to be hidden. If you want to really search for it, you're searching with all your heart. It's not hidden. Verse 8, which none of the princes of this world knew, for had they known it, they would have not, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Verse 10, but God has revealed them unto us by his spirit, for the spirit searcheth all things. Yeah, the deep things of God. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Is God hiding the truth? Is Jesus hiding the truth from you? Maybe. But maybe you want it hidden. Maybe you're hiding from the truth. <laughs>